Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. In this episode, we'll cover the history of New Year's resolutions and share tips and recommendations for increasing your chances of success in achieving your goals in 2022. The ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the New Year, though for them, the year began not in January, but in mid-March when the crops were planted. During a massive 12-day religious festival known as Akitu, the Babylonians crowned a new king or reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king. They also made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. These promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. If the Babylonians kept their word, the gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the gods' favor, a place no one wanted to be. A similar practice occurred in ancient Rome after the reform-minded emperor Julius Caesar tinkered with the calendar and established January 1st as the beginning of the new year, circa 46 BC, named for Janus, the two-faced god whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches. January had a special significance for the Romans. Believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future, the Romans offered sacrifices to the deity and made promises of good conduct for the coming year. For early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do better and be better in the future. In 1740, the English clergyman John Wesley, founder of the Methodist Church, created the Covenant Renewal Service, commonly held on New Year's Eve. Also known as the Watch Night Services, they included readings from scriptures and hymn singing and served as a spiritual alternative to the raucous celebrations normally held to celebrate the coming of the new year. Now popular within evangelical Protestant churches, especially African-American denominations and congregations, watch night services held on New Year's Eve are often spent praying and making resolutions for the coming year. Despite their tradition's religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly a secular practice. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement which may explain why such resolutions seem hard to follow through on. According to recent research from the Small Business Research Initiative, while as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make New Year's resolutions, only about 8% are successful in achieving their goals. But that dismal record won't stop people from making resolutions anytime soon. After all, we've had about 4,000 years of practice. So how can you be one of the 8%? How can you prepare yourself for success? There are many ways to work on self-development and self-improvement, but setting specific goals for personal growth can increase your likelihood of success. When life serves up obstacles, as it does so often, having a goal that you revisit frequently helps you reset, recommit, and recharge. It can also give you the motivation and accountability to stay focused and follow through on your plans. Setting goals can sometimes feel like a daunting task. That's why it's helpful to have a roadmap to guide you along the way. Like most theories in psychology, Goal-setting theory started with ideas from the famous 60s-era behaviorist Dr. Edwin A. Locke in his article titled Toward a Theory of Task Motivation and Incentives. In it, he explained the need for clear, specific goals that are challenging and monitored with regular feedback and progress. Locke, along with his colleague Dr. Gary Latham, came up with five principles of effective goal-setting. These principles, which include clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback, and task complexity are the necessary components when setting and working towards and achieving goals. Clarity. Goals should be clear and well-defined. Challenge. 
Goals should be achievable, but also challenging to you. Commitment. You should fully commit to your goals to achieve them. Feedback. You should regularly evaluate and reflect on your goals to stay on track. Task complexity. You should give yourself time and space to reach complex goals. Additional research done by psychology professor Dr. Gail Matthews points to an association between writing down your goals and eventual success rather than merely formulating and keeping them in your head. So this begs the question, how motivated are you to achieve your goal? If you've ever set a goal and quit before seeing any results, then you know that all too well it takes more than willpower to make a change. Licensed psychologist Katherine Jackson says setting and achieving goals requires motivation, thinking through the plan, and ways to navigate possible challenges that may arise along the way. According to the American Psychological Association, research shows that there are three factors to achieving goals. Motivation to change, willingness to monitor the behavior, and willpower to make it happen. All three of these have a place within the SMART goal framework, an acronym which stands for specific, measurable, attainable or achievable, realistic, and timely. For anyone who's read a business book in the past 40 years, you might recognize these. SMART goals were developed by George Doran, Arthur Miller, and James Cunningham in their 1981 article, There's a Smart Way to Write Management Goals and Objectives. Here's a quick overview of the SMART framework. Specific. When you make your goal specific, you set yourself up for success. Consider answering who, what, where, which, and why when getting specific about your goal. Measurable. What benchmarks will you use to make sure you're moving forward? How will you know if you're successful? How will you know if you need to make adjustments? Having a goal that you can measure will help you stay on track and reach any deadlines you set for yourself. Attainable or achievable. Is the goal you're setting one you can reach? While you don't want things to be easy, you also want to avoid setting goals that are out of your reach. Realistic or relevant. This goes along with attainable. Is your goal relevant to your life, and can you realistically achieve it based on your current circumstances? This may be a goal you've set before and didn't achieve because it wasn't realistic at the time, but now, under different circumstances, this goal may now be realistic. Timely and tangible. For a goal to be realistic, it also has to be grounded within a time frame, and it needs to be real or tangible. Developing SMART goals is critical to success. That said, they often limit you to the what and the how of your goals. As stated before, these ideas were created with the intent to formulate goals for businesses, so we all knew the intent was an overall increase in profitability. For your goals to be effective, you also need to find your purpose or the why of what drives your motivation. While you may also be driven by profit, some goals for yourself might be more personal. Maybe you want to lose some weight or simply eat healthier. Maybe your goal is to deepen your relationship or meet an exercise goal. Whatever it may be, you can set goals in any part of your life. Some of the more common areas include health, career, financial, and education. These broader categories set the stage for smaller goals you'll work on yearly, monthly, and even daily. While some of your goals may land within those categories, it's important to recognize that self-development goals also encompass things like learning to paint, learning to golf, and giving back to your community. You don't have to limit yourself to the most obvious parts of your life. Take some time to think about your passions and interests. Brainstorm some ideas around things that excite you. Think back and try to identify if there's something you've always wanted to do, but fear the unknown. 
the ideas you generate from these brainstorming activities are clues that can help you narrow your focus and set more specific goals. Author Simon Sinek said it best when he said, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So the next step you'll want to take is to ask yourself why that goal is important to you. For example, if you want to finish your college degree, setting smaller goals that revolve around why will help you get there faster. To define your why, consider asking yourself questions like this. Why is finishing my degree important to me? Why does that reason really matter? Why do I feel strongly about that reason? Once you have a better idea of your why, it's time to do one more self-assessment. Continuing with a college degree example, if you determine that finishing your degree is the big goal, then before you apply the SMART methodology and to come up with smaller, more attainable goals, it's helpful to answer the following questions to determine if you're truly ready to make this commitment. Are you emotionally ready to commit to something that might be physically and or emotionally uncomfortable? Are you ready to be honest with yourself about where you're at and where you want to go? Do you have the time? Can you say no to the things that will interfere with the goal? Now that you've done two different activities to get clear on the reasoning, it should be obvious if you're motivated to create the change. If that's the case, you're ready to move forward with the goal-setting process. Setting and working towards a goal requires more than just a piece of paper and a pencil. There are also certain skills you'll need to have in place when taking on a goal. First and foremost, you need to plan out the steps to reach your goal. And once the plan is in place, it's the commitment and focus that helps you move forward towards the result you want. But of course, somewhere in the middle lies self-motivation and flexibility. A lot of us tend to be overeager and grandiose when it comes to resolutions. We have the best of intentions and may accidentally take on a goal that's too big to achieve. Therefore, it's helpful to divide a big goal into smaller goals that are more achievable. Here's a few tips to help make your massive goal more achievable. Create a list of subtasks. Prioritize and order them. Use a visual map to display them. Assign milestones to each task. Decide how much time each task requires. Allocate resources accordingly. And focus on the next step, not the big goal. In addition to breaking down your big goal into small ones, you should also pay attention to the wording you use. When setting a goal, try to avoid the temptation to state your desire in a negative way. For example, I will not complain so much can be restated more positively by saying, I will find three positive things about each day and write them down before I go to bed. This is one of the difficult parts of setting and achieving goals because the very nature of a goal means you're starting with the end in mind, but it's really the steps you take to get there that matter the most. Let's say the outcome is you want to lose 20 pounds. That's the goal. But during the process of working towards this goal, you discover your body's a little more comfortable at a weight that only has you losing 15 pounds. Did you fail at achieving this goal? Not if you believe in the power of the process. The tips I just reviewed are helpful for structure, but that's not enough to ensure success. Writing your goals down only gives you a 30 to 40% chance of success. To increase this, you need to share your goals with others. If no one else knows about your goals, it's easy to forget or even ignore them. And when you don't achieve them, nobody will notice or care. As crazy as it sounds, when you share your goals publicly, the sense of guilt is often more powerful than self-motivation and your chances rise to somewhere between 55 to 60%. If you take one step further and get an accountability partner, you can raise your chances of success to 85% or more. 
Another take on the accountability partner concept is a mastermind group. A mastermind group is a collection of highly motivated people who share a common goal and are looking to encourage and help each other improve. Here's what you need. Find some kindred spirits with similar goals. Meet regularly. Could be weekly, monthly. Depends on your level of commitment. Share setbacks and progress along the way and keep each other motivated. By now you might be wondering why everything I've mentioned only gets us to about 85% chance of success, possibly a little more. That's because change is difficult and we all falter from time to time. To address this, if you fall off track, get back on quick. Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was the accomplishment of a big goal. We've established it will take time for your resolution to become a reality and we know that this is difficult. Truman Capote said, failure is the condiment that gives success its flavor. So keep these ideas in mind. Skipping an intermediate task is not a complete failure. Missing a goal by 10% or even 80% is not a complete failure. Finishing a task late is not a complete failure. A moment of weakness is meaningless in the grand scheme. Setbacks can happen, but so long as they are handled correctly, they will not impact the big goal. The key is to avoid a defeatist attitude at all costs. For example, well, I screwed up once. Why should I even try to do this anymore? And if there is a setback, it's important to understand what led to that moment and how you can avoid a similar situation in the future. For example, if I play video games after work, I will not go to the gym. So the solution is don't play video games after work. Once a mistake is made, own it and move on to the next thing. If you skipped a study session or a workout, make it up if you can and move forward. A few small mistakes shouldn't spoil your resolution for the year. Be sure to reward yourself along the way too. Rewards should be simple, consistent, easy to acquire, and healthy. If you broke down your large goal into smaller goals, you should be able to celebrate regularly. And one last thing before you get busy and start setting or strengthening the goals you've already created, Plan to review and assess your goals several times along the way, especially if they're loftier goals. You can set this up as a weekly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly process, but a quick review is helpful to keep you focused on your goal and review your progress. It really depends on the benchmarks you've set and how long you've given yourself to meet your goals. Regardless of how often you sit down to do this review, the most important thing is that you assess whether your goals and the steps you're taking are still relevant and realistic. This provides you the opportunity to make adjustments and celebrate any successes you've achieved, which are both critical in this process. Good luck, everybody, and thank you for listening. I hope you all have a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2022.